Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. Work One starts here with Andor, and we're talking about each and every episode of the Disney Plus original series on Going Rogue. My name's Dylan Blunt. Joining me for the season finale, Ashley Hobby. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here, but sad it's over. Yes, indeed. Sad it is over. Um, good Star Wars only comes out once a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you got to appreciate it while it's I mean, it's been, it's, the gone, the gone. it's been a while since we have good Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Some would argue. Some would argue. That some being me. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, this week's episode. So, that some being the right people. Yeah, I mean, look. No, I'll come back to that. The, um, this week's episode, the finale, episode 12, Rick's Road, directed by Benjamin Caron uh, and written by Tony Gilroy. Synopsis was, Cassian returns home to Ferex, a tinkerbox that is experiencing a spark of rebellion. Ash, what did you think of the season finale and I guess the, you know, the show, the se- season as a whole as we came to a close? I mean, it's hands down. It is the best Star Wars show we've gotten so far. I think it's better than The Mandalorian, uh, which would have been the previous one, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. It might be, it's getting pretty close to being the best thing that, you know, the, the Disney era of Star Wars has put together so um fantastic episode great way to wrap it up um yeah just uh just i'm in awe of what they've been able to how they've been able to bring this all together um it all fits kind of seamlessly uh yeah just just some spine healing moments in this episode even though you know for a lot of it is just talking and planning and speeches you know but then you know we do get some action and that kind of stuff um yeah and i can't wait till next season so why can't they just give it to us already <laughs> i don't i don't believe they've filmed it yet i feel like that's the that, that could be an issue just leak the strips yeah. i can imagine you can just imagine i can use my was, imagination <laughs> yeah, it's quite the same but, um yeah obviously i loved it coming here every week seeing how good the show is finale was just as good uh the culmination of the entire season uh I feel like majority of the storylines that mattered you saw get a like uh like get somewhere and then you know, you know obviously not a final point because this isn't the end like most of these characters go on to have their stories live out through another movie or a series of movies that's mm-hmm. the thing like you're never going to feel like you have this final final nail in the coffin sort of feeling for any of these characters um but then the the, the ones that are left the sand the, yeah that sort of stuff so <laughs> Um, which I mean, jump. Just let me jump straight ahead. The only the only thing I felt so I saw someone on Twitter say, "Hey, there's an after credits scene." Like, um, someone tweeted that right as the episode went live, so they obviously had like a a screener or something like that. So I needed to stick mm. around because I hadn't been previously because they hadn't been doing them. No, um, after credits scenes, whatever. Um, if for some reason you're listening to this and being like, I didn't stick around, don't rush to your Disney Plus app. It's fine. It is the it's the Death Star it's being cool put shot. together. It's a cool shot. You see all these little robot things working on the Death Star, and um, we've never seen something like that being put together. But obviously, um, it's just that sense of like you, you talk about the you know making the joke about the beach thing from Rogue One, but yeah. it is like you see the Death Star and you see where Cassian ends up at the end of this, and it's just that sense of dread, knowing like 
that fucking thing kills him. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not the major takeaway. The takeaway I, I took was like those the things I were making in uh, no, he, five. He, he helped build his own. He helped build the build. Death Star. Yeah, yeah, the parts yeah. that they are being used to build the Death Star. Yeah. Also, how did nobody notice the Death Star before? I guess it's like some locked off section of space. But yeah, it's I pretty big. How would you not notice this thing being built? You know? Well, they've covered it. I mean, they've said, like, you know, people are, like, they're building I mean, something. But, I mean, it's just a thing. Like, no one knows. What, it's yeah, it's just a space station, it looks like. It's just a big, weirdly shaped space station. No one's going to fear that it could actually be a planet. Yeah, I guess. Whatever, it's but, just a space station. So. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole, that's the thing about this show, I guess. Like, and I'll say. I would, I, you know what I would like? I would like a, you know. Do do like a fun sitcom about them trying to build a set the, the Death Star because you know that looks like it's like a difficult process. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so the thing about that after credit scene is it really is just continues the thing about the like you know cause like, and effect. Like, hey guys, uh, this is where it's all leading. <laughs> yeah, it's just the ripples of everything is is what mm. makes makes it so interesting. The you know it literally helps build. I mean, he gets forced. It's not like he was choosing to build it, but no, yeah. yeah, he he's building. He was building the thing that's going to kill him. <laughs> I mean, and other people, but um, oh yeah, I don't even know where to start. But the I I just love the the tension. I guess is the, and it's not the first time yeah. this show's done it. Like several times over the show in the as a build up to these big like thrilling sequences and episodes. Um, you know, usually every third episode. As they finish up an arc, is usually this rather thrilling moment. But um, again, they do it here back on Ferrex. And another <laughs> thing, just quickly, I complain so much about coming out, coming back to like returning to cities and planets and yeah. so much. Like, there's, I do not have that here because it's way different. Because like, there's no sand. A, there's no sand. That's the thing. It's dirt. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking about it afterwards. I was like, damn it, let's come back to Ferrex. If I was coming back to fucking Tatooine, I would have been. Well, I'm rocket. pretty sure they're never coming back here. <laughs> I don't think they're coming back here. No, I think that the Dun Dun Dunsky here. But yeah, that just the the slow build up and the that's the thing. Like it is a like as a description says, you know, a tinker box. You know, it is that slow mm. build to the eventual explosion. And when the explosions go off, they it's just that one kid throwing that bomb he's made, and then <laughs> a million other fucking man. What a way <laughs> to start off. like the episode of this little kid like just building making a bomb. It's yeah. so, like I was worried. I was worried that he, like, because you only saw, like, the blue hologram. Like, oh, has he blamed Cassian for mm. his dad being killed by the Empire? That's what he's going to do. But then uh, it's just a hologram of he his dad. Know. He would only blame them. Like, the, like he wouldn't have reason I to don't blame know. anyone. It's just, yeah. Are you disappointed we didn't get to see the, uh, the, the, the raid or whatever on Old Mate? Nah, it's fine. No, I didn't think we need to. Need to no. It, so. I mean, it's just as effective. I mean, uh, I mean, it's probably even more disturbing that it's just like a couple of graphics on like a like really bad graphics. It's not like pretty clear. Yeah, you know? it's like a couple of dots on the screen. Is like that's thirty men plus Anton Krieger. Yeah, it's like it's um, a- <laughs> plus Anton Krieger. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, someone should have said that in that room in the IBS room. <laughs> I see. Um, yeah. So Cassian like sneaks in. Obviously this. This episode so sneaks back into uh, Ferex, goes off, find his mate whose name I can never remember, but that guy. 
Um, they link up. They sort of mm. form this somewhat of a plan, even though he doesn't really agree to it, uh, which is that Tassian just wants to sneak in and save Bix, basically. Like, I, I don't feel like he... That's the thing. Like, no one... Everyone's here. Think he's going to be at the funeral. Well... Who? No, everybody's there thinking he's going to be. Yeah, like, everyone's there the thinking that Cassian's going to show up at the funeral, and everyone's showing up thinking they know exactly how this is going to play out. Like they're like, "He'll show up at the funeral. We'll do this." And then even um, Luthan's like, "They'll show up. They'll capture him. We'll go into the hotel. We'll kill him there." You know, like everyone's sort of like playing out, and then every idea that everyone has for how this will go, no, <laughs> is how because um, you know Cassian is actually smart enough to realize. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Something that no other character in any other television show has ever done before. <laughs> Actually had like a... Walked a away from a terrible, terrible situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least funny manipulated it for their own gain. He doesn't really, I mean, he doesn't really manipulate anything. He just... Well, he, he, he played on their thinking he was going to be there and become a, like, put all their force and uh, energy towards the... The funeral, rather than guarding pigs, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, true. So, they even draws them away from by like being spotted. I think he he meant to get spotted, and someone you know, what at the start? Oh, yeah. so the dude goes and tells on him or whatever. Yeah, but you know yeah, what they know. say Maybe about stitches. They get stitches. They get a bunch of debris shoved in a bunch of rocks in his face. So. I don't know if that's the how that's supposed to go, but um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the the highlight of the episode and the, the thing that sort of makes the whole episode come together and the the uh, the the boiling point that makes everyone explode is uh, what's his what is her name now? Uh, Marva, oh. yeah, Marva's speech in the uh, hologram that she gives everyone, which yeah, this fantastic performance. Like obviously, the whole season, Fiona Shaw's yep. had this really good performance. But this is the the highlight, this really sort of rousing speech about, um, you know, continuing on the themes that every other character has talked about this season of, you know, sleeping, not paying enough attention, becoming too sort of layman in letting the Empire sort of roll over us. And, yeah, just that it, it really, I feel like this is, when, when a show gets one of these speeches right, you know what I mean? Like a rousing to yep. fight speech, when they nail it, you just feel like those goosebumps or, or whatever. And I feel like this is 100% a nailed it one because as old mate comes over and tries to cover up and she's just saying, fight, fight or whatever, and then shit just breaks out. You're like, um, yeah, it 100% achieves what the, the yeah, idea. Fuck the that empire is. guy who throws his cape on B2. Yeah, and flips and him over. Flips B2 Piece over. Piece of shit. Gets all, <laughs> gets all the he deserves with getting beat the shit out of him. Somehow it doesn't die, though. That was a... That's a shame. That is a shame. <laughs> you, know, you know, something to look forward to for the future. But yeah, uh, Fiona Shaw's amazing in this just one speech that, you know, she probably shot on a green screen yeah. uh, with no nobody around. Um, yeah, I think pro- pos- like one of the highlights of this season. It's like pretty yeah. crazy. And all that um, stuff looks really good too. I thought like some of those shots, like just of her... Like the the CGI of her, like just mm. being this giant hologram, I thought it looked really, really good. Um, really like melds into the world 
well, I guess. Um, there was a few other shots I thought that was done here well. Just the, the, there's yeah. that sort of sweeping shot of the the street, like as it, the camera moves towards the Phyrexians, I guess, or whatever. A ferret, uh, yeah. as they're like moving toward, you know what I mean? That one, it's like sort of comes yeah. through. There's another one that follows. I mean, um, lots of faces. I just runs into the love the whole funeral procession. I think mm. um, from the anvil first dropping, and I don't know whether they were like they went early or what, because the empire was definitely caught off guard by what. Like, why are they start in the funeral so soon? I don't know whether they like. I assume it's because gave him a I assume 20. it's because yeah, Cassian like <laughs> was there, so then the dude goes That's, and starts it earlier or whatever. Like, yeah, um, just the even the idea of like them practicing, making sure the unit uh, instruments are in tune or whatever. Hmm. Uh, like, there's that section where they're all just randomly playing notes and that kind of stuff. And then the music suddenly starts coming together. During this procession, mm. and then just them all walking like straight up to that spot, like right up against the empire, it's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, um, and it's it's the music works really good. Like it's for the like tonally, I feel like it really worked really really good yeah. for the piece as well. Um, it's always good. It's always interesting when you can have something like this where the scene doesn't actually need any compose music in the background because what's actually been playing it's on all screen is fitting perfectly. No. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, I can't remember what the term is for yeah. music in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's always really good when you see something like that pulled together pulled off. I really like the shots combined with Bix too, like where she's humming the song at first and then saying the lyrics or whatever yeah. afterwards and all that sort of stuff. Really and the, oh, is it stone in the sky? Remember, stone in the sky, stone and the sky or stone in the sky. Well yeah. the stone in the sky something. Um, but the other thing I had to make sure to mention, because again, I think this is just a huge positive to show and just just made me laugh, is the part where so you were saying last week complaining about the fucking <laughs> Who are the who are the um what's my called sisters or The Sisters of Sisters Ferex. of Ferrex or Daughters whatever. Sisters of Ferrex, yeah. Yeah. And like, oh, that's something that should be explained or whatever. But they do it in in, in because this show is actually written by good writers they they do it in a way that doesn't like many other things in this show where doesn't feel like they don't they don't dump. explain it at the moment because it doesn't make sense to have a character explain it instead it's explained here where it makes sense for a character to ask what that is and you get yeah. the answer and they've done that so many times throughout this show where something a terminology or a character or a place or whatever is like mentioned mm. one episode and it's not until like an episode or two later that someone actually explains what that is and it's just because it's part of the natural conversation of the world and you, you have to wait until a character who's not from that planet or part of that or whatever else to actually ask that question so we as an audience can learn it um I, I, anytime that's happened I just find it so interesting because I think that's 100% good writing it's just we're sort of our brains yeah. are so attuned to I don't know what that is you gotta tell me right now like yeah. what's that tell me I don't yeah. understand I cannot not understand <laughs> yeah it's funny um uh, what are your any other what are your shout outs highlights from this episode uh my, well I definitely need to shout out that you know he his old his mate used his mother's brick to smash yeah, she, in a storm she, I, but it's <laughs> really good because she in death gets to to take gets the fight to fight yeah yeah she gets to fight yeah that was a top moment for me it made yeah. me very happy i was very happy um, the brick didn't break because for a second there, i was like oh my god that so, brick's gonna break right, what's gonna happen to the brick now i guess yeah, yeah uh, also like maybe come back a little bit uh, i love the moment of uh and or finding his father's brick um mm. And like having and a moment flashback. there while he's sneaking in, yeah. uh, flashback of like, 
uh, you know, looking and finding value in things that maybe other people don't value or aren't paying attention to. You know, mm. it it that scene says so much about Andor's point of view on uh, the world, I guess, and like all the galaxy, or whatever. Um, I will say I didn't love how they used uh, the manifesto that uh, what's his face. Uh, the kid Karis gave him. He just starts listening to it at some point for no pa- apparent reason. Last year, it's because he got it, and, like he picked it up. But then the last episode, obviously. And- well, he picked it up last episode. Now he's just listening to it randomly. Yeah, maybe he's listening to it again. Maybe he's like, it's a big inspiration point for him now. Yeah, but I would have loved to have seen a little bit more around that. Hmm. Um, yeah, just the. The comeuppance of the snitch dude. I love that. Uh, and then, you know, the escape, I guess, um, of them through uh, onto that. onto it, That's the ship that he stole at the start of the season, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure. The one in the. I, th- I feel like it that is. He was but, using to get to yeah. the planet where he murdered two people. Yeah, I think so, but, well, yeah. I don't want to say 100%, but yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, also, we get a Cyril Deidre's moment that will make all the shippers very happy, even though it was, like, very fucked up. <laughs> Their pairing is very fucked up, but yeah, it looks like Cyril's gonna be on- gonna be back in the Empire, you would assume, but next season. Well, I mean, like, she's getting carried off, rightfully so. Um, then <laughs> he comes in and, um, he's- I don't he know why they- away. He's like, yeah. hey, oh, this guy's got her. Yeah, that's you know? what I was annoyed about. I was like, this one guy's, yeah. He's like, I've got a guy. They're like, yeah. Right. I've, got a, I've got a gun. You guys keep You guys keep doing riding. what you're doing. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, so. Why didn't they that just kiss, weird, you know? <laughs> I'm so glad that didn't happen. Should have punched him in the face. I, no, I thought he should have tried to kiss her because it was, she was so rattled by everything. It would have been yeah. extra messed up, which is what their entire relationship appears to be um and i did love the whole uh, uh the when the kid throws the actual bomb he like mm. off the, it sets off all the munitions that they moved so they could show off to them that they've got all the munitions yeah so really if they had left all the munitions in the hotel they would have been fine but yeah that explosion looked really good too and it I think did. It's it was a I assume explosion. it's probably practical. Yeah, I think it was practical because, because that—that's a set. It that, looked really good. <laughs> yeah, I think actually, now I think about it, like obviously we had that first look like ages ago of mm. them shooting Andor, and it must have been this Ferric set. Um, yeah, because a lot of it was that, from because this obviously scene, they've they? used it a fair number yeah. of times. Yeah, um, and I know, like obviously, I said it for those first few episodes, but just to reiterate, because I haven't said it for like last eight, nine episodes or whatever. Yeah, this show looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> not shot on that, goddamn. And I know some of it is. That's understandable. I'm saying I'm not saying don't shoot on it. I'm not saying don't shoot on green screen when necessary. But my god, yeah. <laughs> does not yeah. shooting everything really when good. there's no reason having stuff be real and whatever else. It just looks real because you can tell it's a set. That's the thing. Mm. Compare this to that the Book of Boba Fett showdown in the city versus the the fucking what's McCall. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... You know, the ranging... I mean, there were no, and, like, hover bike races or you know, chases. Or... Still, just, just, just 
night and day. I mean, this is it. Just the shot of like Bix and Andor like walking down a a, a alleyway, and then a bomb yeah. goes off in the background. I think, yeah, stuff like that is like simple, but like super. But looks super a, great. It's a small stuff, yeah, that actually tricks your brain and drags you into stuff. Movies do. Mm. It's not. It's not usually the big stuff. It's the small details. Yeah, that's why they always talk about um, on Corridor Crew about like bad CGI. You know, it's actually the small stuff that. You maybe can't put you. your finger on, but froze your brain off, you know? So, yeah. Um, I was going to say, uh, as a, yeah, so season as a whole, we know that, how, how do you feel about coming into the, the end of this and then going into season two? Because we know that season two, they're going to like sort of jump around in gears every sort of arc a bit more. So yeah. seemingly at the end of this, obviously you have that cool moment where Cassian leaves all his friends, they go off one ship and then he goes and, because um, obviously he sees... Um, Luthen there yeah. so he knows he's there and he, he's smart enough to figure out why he's there um, yeah. and he goes and sneaks onto his ship and he has that whole moment where he's like either kill me or he let disables me the robot so. right the, I don't know if he AI. disables it or the robot's just being quiet because it's like knows he knows somebody's there, there. <laughs> yeah so I, yeah. either way I mean yeah. Um, yeah so he has that whole moment and then Luthen lets out the little smile so we know yeah. like next going to next season Andor's going to be more of the you assume like, that it's dark well Actually, I I'm not going to assume, but uh, I would say it starts with him getting us getting a bigger look at uh, what the Luthen's rebellion mm. is like. Yeah, should we get like, who's a, involved? We get, I feel like we have to get some sort of time jump, like straight away, like yeah. a couple of years or something like that. Which is or not, he just takes him back to Coruscant. Who happens? Could be because I love it. This first that's a, the interesting thing, and I'm kind of going to be. I would love if they like, man, this show's done so well. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna yep. make it longer because at this stage, this season being maybe taking place over a, a year or two, maybe max. I mm. guess it, it depends on how you want to look at time, but at max, I guess a couple of years. I feel like even that's pushing yep. it. But um, and then going into a second season where they're gonna jump a couple of years every three episodes, um, in a race to get to Rogue One. I'm kind of like. Why? <laughs> you know? Because like, Andor, because Diego Luna doesn't want to play this character for 10 years. You know what I mean? I don't need to play it for 10 years, it's, but I feel, it's, like, yeah. I feel like if I was to, if he was to throw out a number, I feel like three or four seasons. Easy. I mean, that's what you want because it's good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look, I mean, there's, I mean, if they hadn't have named it Andor, I would say, hey, you could spin it off into other, you know. They should do a show called Star Wars. Explore Re- other characters, Fuck. you know. Yeah, a show called Star Wars Rebels, yeah. Yeah, damn it. It's called Star Wars Rebellion. Everybody oh, is there we go. You know, different enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, how'd you how'd you feel about the way I guess the season ended? This you know, just with the, him that little smile from Luther. I mean, it makes and- sense. This is kind of what we were building to, like him and or finally committing to the rebellion, uh, to becoming a rebel spy. So um you know, it was a good payoff, like uh, him actively choosing to go to Luthen rather than just continuing to run. Yeah, Luthen trapping uh, looking him for and himself. Then, like, yeah, he, he talks himself into it or something like. Yeah, he he chooses yeah. to go there. And then the other thing, as we um, head towards the end to wrapping up here, the other thing we haven't talked about is anything to do with Mon Mothma. So Mon Mothma. Yeah, can has I touch those... on one other, a couple, one more thing in Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, we got Vel and Cinta who catch up again. Cinta's doing the thing where she's not. Paying too Cinta's much about to the Val. job. 
Since it's totally 100% about the job job. oriented. But come on, you can say hello. Yeah, I know, it's a bit harsh. Even though you can't send But then Cinta goes, she's tracking like a Empire like agent, like tailing him, and she gets mm. finally gets caught. She full on stabs him. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is the first time we've ever seen somebody stab with a knife in Star Wars. Um, possibly. Yeah. Still no blood, but uh, even when she says there's blood on your hands, you can barely see anything. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. that's what she does. She's, I, I feel like her, she, she <gasps> That feels was the like, other great shot of Vel, like, running into the dust. That's the one I was thinking about before as well. The running into the dust one that's as well. Cool. Yeah, that was a cool shot. Cool. Mm. Um, so Mon Mothma. Yeah. We got a couple scenes just spread for out. Not really a lot though, but obviously we got the first one, which was the plant of her by having this argument with her husband in the the vehicle, knowing that her cab limo driver, whatever, is um, listening. Yeah. Is going to listen, but she does, and then goes and reports it to old mate at the yeah ISB. Um. So there was that scene. So which was I really thought good. that was going to be her explanation as to why the money is missing, and she was going to let her husband take the fall, mm. and she wasn't going to follow through with the the introduction thing. No, it's just and then, it's, <laughs> it's the it's the like he they see like he's having that conversation. The dude, the the driver is telling the dude at the ISB, and he's saying, "Well, they they are have been having some money problems. There is some weird stuff in their account, so that might explain why." Like. So I feel like it's just done to throw a little bit of a... No, but you would go like, oh, he's down $400,000. It's like, oh, mm. his husband lost 400,000 credits. Possibly. In gambling. You know, that would have been a way to kind of explain it away. And he's, I guess it's illegal there, so they wouldn't explain it. Shout out to... Uh, Shout out to Canto, Canto Bite. Bite though. <laughs> yeah, I was just... We're going to name drop. We're going to go to the early days of Canto Bite. Okay. Canto Bite still running during... Well, I guess, of course, it's Ranger and the Empire. Sure, you know everybody. Well. On, you know it's an independent, rich city. As long as you're rich, you can go there, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah. They sell weapons to both sides. Yeah, no rules there. Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so I thought I thought that was that was good, and yeah, I I just think it's a plant. So then, what's coming seems less weird, and there's a mm. they're gonna think it's because of one thing when really it's to do with another thing, which is that they have this whole fucking Game of Thrones wedding scenario thing set up. It's still only introduction, but yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, they do a old school. What do you call it? A range introduction. Well, that's well, what it's gonna be. Maybe, possibly. It seems like it though. Yeah, but she probably loves that the daughter because she's all into that old school original. She's all into that old school <laughs> shit. So possibly. She's like, hell yeah. She's don't like, let me choose who I want to be I don't know if with. it counts if you're like, you want to be in on the arranged marriage. <laughs> I don't know. Then it's just a marriage. Makes it easier. A child marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, was not too much from Mon Mothma, but it does, that does, that's really all you need to see because you don't, yeah. you know that, so they had the meeting, which means she agreed to it, which means she gets the money problem solved. That's yeah. it. Like, the money problem solved. She's find found a way to like explain yeah. any discrepancies yeah. or plant it away. Um, yeah, yeah. So you don't you, you didn't need much more because that was the whole her whole storyline really. Well, not her whole storyline, but major 
problem. The major issue there. of the season, so yeah, yeah, that's kind of resolved. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anyone else I'm forgetting? Not really. I guess most, every, nearly every character was on Body Ferrick, so. They were. Um, I did love the one moment between Cassie and B2 Emu. Emo. You know, where he yeah. says, I'm counting on you to look after everybody. He says, you always yeah. say that. Yeah. You never found me before. Yeah. And then there's a tear that rolled down B2's cheeks. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't wait to get a toy for that. Let me buy my B2 Emo toy. You know? Yeah. I love my also, the scene of, like, uh, Cyril and his mate, like, on the bus. Hmm. Swap just hats. swap hats. <laughs> What's with yeah, old mate just chilling like, out the end? He's just like he's, he's like, like uh, I, I don't know where he went. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He was he was my ride. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there. Meanwhile, Cyril's pissed off with um, Dedra. But Dedra, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Andor is definitely one of the best shows of the year. Uh, easily the best. Star Wars Disney Plus series, and as far as I'm concerned, I I would say the best Star Wars thing we've had since the Last Jedi. Is that a hot take? I don't think so. No, I don't feel so. The thing is, I say this. I'm not sure. Like, I don't hate older Disney Plus shows. Obviously, like I enjoy like, watching. Uh, the se- first season of Mandalorian was pretty good, but the first know. season of Mandalorian was, was decent, decent, but it was nowhere near this. But like, and the second season of Mandalorian was like. Fine, Obi Wan was fine. You know, like most of these things, I'm just like, yeah, that was fine. Book of Boba Fett's the only one where I'm like, I didn't like that. <laughs> uh, the rest, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's it is what it is. Like, I just don't. Whereas this, uh, much like there was a Tinkerbox ready to spark rebellion, this series yeah. sparked a reignited my love for Star Wars. There you go. Put that on your poster and smoke it. Mm. Thank you for joining us for this season finale episode of Going Rogue. Of course, Going Rogue will be back whenever season two of Andor is back, but there will be other show, Star Wars shows before then, and you'll be able to find those other Star Wars shows on the like, podcast feed. The Very Bad Batch, right? The Very Bad January. Batch is back on January 4th. So we, me and Ash, will be back talking about the Very Bad Batch here. Let's find out what our girl um, Beta's up to. Is she going to go meet up with her brother, I don't know. Like, let's let's see what's happening. Let's see what's got going on in that television show. Alpha, Omega, Beta, Zeta, Zeta. They've got a whole family going over there. Bloody Mandalorians. Um, well, you can clone as many as you want. So true. Do whatever you want. Uh, follow all of our Twitters on explosionhub.com slash Twitter. Join Discord explosionhub.com slash Discord. If you liked this series of episodes and you would like to tell us that, you can do that by supporting us on Kofi. Explosionnetwork.com slash support will take you there. One dollar. That's all it needs. Love you. Thank you. Uh, and until our next time, may the fourth, fourth? Why not? May the force even be with you.